0: This is Justin Michael Williams, and welcome to the Kingdom Podcast. I am enough. I am golden, baby. I am enough. I am enough. This is for everyone. All beliefs are welcome here, and so it doesn't matter if you call it God, Spirit, the universe, crystals, science, or unicorns. You are welcome here. This is our moment to connect to something greater. This is our moment to remember how powerful we really are. Welcome to the kingdom. We begin each session with a prayer. Let's begin. I just want to take a moment now to welcome us into a moment of prayer. So what we like to do here is just place your hands over your heart. If you like to do the typical kind of prayer hands, you can as well. But I like to just place my hands right over my chest, anchoring into the root of the heart, and take a deep, full breath in, and a deep breath out. Again, a deep breath in, and out just arriving here now. You are here now. Nowhere to go, nothing to do, but be here now. God, Spirit, universe, all that is, all that ever has been, and all that ever will be, we thank you. Thank you for bringing our community together in heart and mind. Thank you for bringing us together in a space of hope, and positivity, and unity, and togetherness, and love. May all the words that are spoken today inspire our hearts and our minds to take action in our lives, to create real change in our lives, to create real, slow, meaningful evolution and change for ourselves, for one another, and for the planet. Thank you for bringing us here together in this community. Thank you for our health and our awareness to be able to come here today. And may every word spoken be used for the benefit of all. This is your moment now to welcome in your personal prayer or intention. God, Spirit, Universe, all that ever has been, all that is, and all that ever will be, we thank you. May we be grateful, may we remember to be grateful for the gift of this life. So it is. Ashe, Aho, Salam, Shalom, Amen, Satnam, Om, Awen. Thank you. Here we are. Here we are, together now, rising together now. I don't know if you guys can see the snow outside of the window, (laughs) but I'm in Tahoe right now with my special guest who I'll introduce to you in just a moment. And welcome to all of the first timers here and and everyone who's coming into our community. It's such a blessing to be with you here today. And hello, Anna and Evie and Susan. I see you all. Tony. Tony. So today's session is on something very special, and it's called The Power of Evolution. The Power of Evolution. And to share with us today, I have just somebody who I've been dying to get on the kingdom for a long time. It's actually a shock that she hasn't been on yet, but it's perfect that she's on here as our first special guest of the year because there's no one better that I could think of really from my heart to introduce and welcome to our community than Shelly Tigelski. And Shelly is not only a soul sister and a dear, dear friend, but she's an incredible leader, an incredible healer and a giver And she's created, among many things, something called the Pandemic of Love that we'll talk about soon. But a space where people have the opportunity, a foundation to be able to give and receive help during this pandemic. And her organization, through the Pandemic of Love, have matched over 1.2 million people and $50 million in aid. And it's just insane. But what we're actually here to talk about today with Shelly has a lot to do with so much of her other work in the world as well. She has an incredible book coming out in October called Sit Down to Rise Up, and she's been a teacher and a healer and a leader and a practitioner, really, of all of this. Who embodies these teachings more than anybody that I know? Really, she inspires me to be of such great and deep service into the world and right anchoring into the heart. And so, one of the things that inspired me with this episode today that you're gonna, I'm gonna welcome Shelley. She's really just. Sitting next to me, but I'll welcome her to like come sit in the camera in a second. But is is this post right here that she wrote that we're gonna unpack. And there's also an article that she wrote as well that has to do with this. And the sign says it all. So Shelly writes these really great posts and she writes kind of a quote on a on a sign and on a piece of paper. And it says, Evolution, not resolutions. And right at the top of her post, as I'm showing here, it says, This, this year, let's focus on evolution, not resolutions. Incremental change is always more impactful than grand gestures. And there's a lot that we're going to dig into today here. So Shelly, come on in. Take a seat at the kingdom. And everybody, hands up. Tell Shelly what's up everybody. Hi.
1: Hi, hi, hi. So
0: let me just make this a little smaller so you can see everybody. So look at them. They're saying skater girl. <laughs> so Shelly.
1: snowboard girl now.
0: Yes, and snowboard boy. I just went snowboarding for the first time. Shelly's son taught did me. great. I did really good. My legs are sore today though. <laughs> but yes, and also for those of you who are new here in the kingdom, I, I forgot to tell you one of our biggest golden rules, is that when you hear me or Shelly or anybody say something that makes you want to say like, yeah, or like, amen, or I got it, or whatever, you just throw your little emoji hands up, you know, you see them already coming in, and if you don't have emoji hands on your device, just put a little smiley face, and either way is all good, so we're welcoming Shelly here, and um, Shelly, I love you.
1: I love you too.
0: I'm just so grateful that you're taking the time. This is a busy woman, y'all. And I'm just grateful that you're taking the time to let me convince you to come on here today. (laughs) So, so I want to just unpack this slowly with you because I think that so many people are probably starting the year. Mm -hmm. They even hear that we're, I'm doing this 40 days to transformation program. And they have this idea in their head about resolutions. What do you feel is the difference between evolution and resolutions?
1: So I think that especially in the new year...
0: Just get a little closer, yeah, actually. sure. Like you can. Yeah. Okay. Hold yep. on. You're good. Ugh. Okay, cool. Go. Yeah.
1: So I think that especially in the new year, but really throughout our lives, you know, we are so programmed to make these, like... Enormous changes that are just like mind-blowing. You know, those kind of Oprah moments when she takes the robe off and she's like a hundred pounds skinnier or whatever. (laughs) You know, like that's that's where the wow factor is. And so we're so used to trying to live in the wow. Yeah. And I think it's really so critical that we kind of dial that back because that wow, actually, that you oftentimes see and that you admire in other people really is the culmination of showing up yeah. every day,
0: consistently,
1: consistently every day, whether you want to show up or not. And yeah. like, I'm sure you and I have so many stories about how we wanted, you know, we didn't want to show up, but we did anyway. Yeah. You know, we, we, we managed to somehow like muster up the energy. Yeah. Certainly, of course, a lot of times we're happy that we did after we did always. it.
0: Yeah. But
1: yeah. you know, it's, it's the culmination of that. And it's the one thing that I always tell Everybody, including my son, who (laughs) is sick of hearing it, but the the most important thing you can do in life is show up and just show up consistently, whether you want to or not.
0: Type that in, y'all. The most important thing you can do in life is show up. Everybody type that in today.
1: Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I think that um, it's so funny because a lot of times you see people that are successful or even when you look at, like, Pandemic of Love or you look at the work that, you know... um, I did with my community in South Florida, you know, like building out a community of meditators on the beach every Sunday morning when we first gathered. Well, actually there wasn't. Well, let's
0: talk about this. So, so this is an amazing example of showing up and how things evolve because it was this community that ended up actually blossoming open into the pandemic of love. So
1: well, and changing my career really. Yeah.
0: So start at the beginning. You decided that you wanted to start hosting meditation at the beach in Florida.
1: Yeah. Well, so I wanted community, okay. right? So I have been a, a long time meditator. I've been meditating for over 20 years and I wanted uh, really, really missed having like a sangha, having community. Uh, and so the intention was not that I wanted to be a teacher because I really never in my mind thought like, oh, I'm going to be a meditation teacher. You know, I had a career. I had a fiduciary responsibility to like company and shareholders and other you know, uh, like a whole other life. Yeah.
0: You're working total corporate life, right? <laughs> yes, total. total corporate life. Corporate Shelly, y'all. That's you right. Can yeah. As you yeah. could
1: tell, like super corporate here, <laughs> right here. But yeah, no, I, I was living a completely corporate life, but I really wanted connection. And so I would go to the beach often because I lived very close to the beach to meditate in the morning on Sunday mornings and watch the sunrise. And that was kind of my practice, right? And I would show up alone and sometimes it would be windy and sometimes it would be sunny and sometimes it would be blustery and, you know, you'd get like the sand pebbles in your face and you (laughs) would show up anyway. And one day I just decided, you know, it would be so much nicer to have a community or people to connect with, to meditate with together. Because as you know, energetically, when we meditate together, it's yeah. a completely different feeling and experience than if you meditate alone. Like yeah. both are powerful, both are really important, but yeah. it's really completely different. Well, and that's shift. even
0: like people who are coming here live, yeah. they can feel the experience. It's different than if you just watch the recording all by yourself. Totally. Right. You feel the energy totally. of coming of course, together. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so I I wound up, you know, um just putting out a Facebook post and uh, to my like 10 friends or whoever was at the time, you know, this was in 2015 and I wasn't really a big, um, social media person. Uh, it's painful for me now too, but I do it. Um, and I, and I just put out a post and I said, Hey, I'm going to be meditating on Sunday morning. This was in November. Uh, And at, at eight o'clock in the morning and you're welcome to come, you know, this is the address here, the coordinates, this is the time, this is what, and I will lead you in a guided meditation, you know, which was hard for me because I was like, you're like,
0: I I don't even lead meditation like that because I felt
1: like unworthy, but like, and that's part of it. Right. Like I, I felt unworthy because I thought, well, I'm not a meditation teacher, but yet I've been meditating for over two decades. So it's like, what didn't qualify me, you know, and I've had, and I had actually even certifications But I did them for my own edification, like with zero intention to ever teach. And I just sort of took that leap of faith because I thought, you know, I'm sure there are other people and a lot of my friends that are going through so many things. And the 12 people who showed up were 12 of my friends who um, were all going through something in their life, like divorce or they were empty nesters or, you know, an illness or just something. And so, um... We showed up on that Sunday morning and I remember waking up that morning. It was November 15th, 2015. And I remember because my husband, Jason said, are you still going to go to the beach? And I'm like, yeah, why? And he's like, have you looked outside? It's like (laughs) hurricane force winds outside. (laughs) And I was like, yes, I'm still going. Like people are expecting. He's like, no one's going to show up. And I said, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up. That's it. And I get in the car and we get to the beach, to North Beach Park where we meditate in Hollywood. And it is so windy, Justin. You can't even like get to the water, to the shore, because literally the grains of sand are like exfoliating your skin. Oh, my
0: God. Like you you would need
1: like safety goggles to get out there. So we wind up, I sit in my car and I see other cars pulling in. And I'm like, okay, those are my people. They're coming. And they're coming. And so there are 12 people who showed up and we wound up sitting in the parking lot, (laughs) (laughs) like in dirt (sighs) with like ants crawling over all over us and what have you. But the point is, is that I, and I, I remember saying to them before we started this journey together, I said, we can meditate here under these conditions. We can can meditate anywhere. anywhere." That's it. And so I, I was reluctant, but I jumped in and, um, And that actually just showing up that day was so important for me, created a huge shift in my life for sure. Just energetically created a shift in my life in terms of like my own self-worth and how I, you know, valued myself as a teacher. Yeah. Um, but also it, it, it really reinforced for me the fact that, um, that I just need to show up.
0: Yeah. And you know what I think is so powerful here that I want to point out to you all is like, as you can reference it with your dreams, it's like, okay, so you have this idea right? Like this idea that you're going to do, and then it's time to do the idea. And then the rain is pouring and the sand is blowing right. in your face and you're like, Oh my God. Right. So that's like an example of even sometimes this was an external, very clear moment, but yeah. sometimes it's the fear in the sand and the wind blowing in your own mind of your Correct. fears trying to stop yeah. you just before you're getting ready to start doing the thing. Right? right. And then you showed up and I know that sometimes you showed up and as it grew, sometimes there was nobody. Sometimes there was yeah. lots of people and it grew to be.
1: Well, it grew to be over, you know, five years, uh, a community of 15,000 meditators. And every Sunday morning I would show up and sometimes there'd be like 150 people. Sometimes it'd be 500 people. Sometimes there'd be 800 people. It just really depending on the time of year and the weather and everything else. Um, but it's incredible because I just kept showing, Sh- up. Kept
0: showing up, I kept showing
1: yeah. up. And, and so people like really, you know, counted on me. Yeah. And then I learned that incrementally. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes the other part of, of, you know, us being reluctant to show up is that we feel like we don't have it perfectly coordinated. And yes, orchestrated.
0: the perfectionism. Right. And yeah. so
1: like you analyze things to death. We try to plan. It has to be perfect. No, I don't have the right microphone or the weather's not great or I, I don't know what I'm going to say today or, you know, I'm not prepared enough. I'm not a good enough teacher. I'm not all of these excuses and stories that we tell ourselves. And if you just show up, the rest unfolds. It like,
0: all unfolds. It all
1: unfolds. And yeah. it may not be perfect. It may not be the exact way that you wanted it to be. You know, oftentimes I would show up to the beach and maybe stayed out too late on that Saturday night. You know, <laughs> and I, I probably wasn't the, my at my best. You know, I didn't have the, the perfect message, but I was always really vulnerable. Yeah. I always shared with people like, hey, I stayed out too late last night. Yeah. And so I probably am not going to be at my best today. But it was, it was that uh, invitation to, um, show up in spite of the fact that you may fail.
0: So, okay. so Because here,
1: failure is like, I think there's this fear of failure, right? Yeah, but, yeah. but there is no failure because right. you're just, you're failing upward. Yeah.
0: You're learning lessons as long as you Correct. keep showing up. There's exactly. that, you know, and so as you're saying this, you know, I'm thinking of, I'm sure there were many moments, or, or I guess I'll ask you: Were there moments when you were really like I don't want to show up, and yes. you had to force yourself to show 100%. up? So for people who have that moment in their life, yeah. where they're starting these things and they know they want to yeah. do slow change, they're starting a diet, they're starting this, yeah. they're doing, and they have the day that they don't want to show up.
1: Yeah. What do you do? So you know, okay. So let's let's break it down to like the one push-up challenge. You know, okay. this is why the one push-up challenge works. Yeah. Because you're like, one push-up, like, pfft, whatever, I could do that. I probably can't do it, but you can do it. But, you know, wow, one push-up, I could do that, you know, and then every day you add up another one and another one another one. And like in 40 days, you're doing 40 push-ups, theoretically, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's, you know, really the key is that even if you don't want to show up, right? the way that you, the way that at least that I muster my energy that I like say, okay, I'm going to show up in spite of myself and in spite of the fact that like I just don't feel like it or I don't feel good or I'm not at my best or what have you. Yeah. Is I think about like, I think of life like a chessboard. I'm thinking like three steps ahead. Mm. You know? So
0: you're thinking if I don't show up, how does this affect the whole rest of the game? I think three steps
1: ahead and I think, okay, number one, you know, if I don't show up, who's counting on me? Yeah. And when you're doing something for yourself, who's counting on you? Yeah. You're counting on you. Right. So I think about that. I think about who's counting on me. And like, I know that, and I know this just because of even the way that we're connected. Yeah. You know, it's like six degrees of separation. Like it's, it's almost like this, um, domino effect of like, if, if, I hadn't spoken to Jim and Jim didn't speak to you and he didn't connect us and this wouldn't happen and you didn't show up to Chicago and all these things. No,
0: that was a great example of me just showing up. Y'all, just so you know, like (laughs) Shelly invited me to come to Chicago and teach something that I had no idea was happening. And
1: we didn't know each other. We had never met. We talked on (laughs) Zoom
0: and she was like, just get on a plane. And I was like, okay. And so like, I just <laughs> went, but like my intuition knew, and right. I had no idea what even we were even doing really. Right. You gave me like a little bit of context. No, we
1: didn't figure it out till that, that evening. M- the, the night, night
0: before. before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so uh, there's a couple things that I want to pull out for you guys here that I just want to pull the string on a little bit, because I think this is important as it relates to the things that we're all stepping into in our journeys, whether it's in the 40 day transformation or the, the, the things that you're doing in your own life is number one, you said something about vulnerability. Yes. That's a thread to pull because a lot of times you think that you have to show up as this best version of yourself that you're expecting yourself to be yeah. perfect all the time. Yeah. And that's just not real, no, right? Totally and so not. I love the idea of you at the beach saying, you guys, I stayed up a little bit too late last <laughs> yeah. night. I may have had a little bit too much bourbon, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to do my best.
1: Telling all my secrets. Right?
0: <laughs> and, and, just, and just show up. But... In your own life, even if you're not teaching yeah. meditation or in front of yeah. people, you might show up to your workout one day or you might show up yeah. to your vocal practice and be like, oh, I just yeah. don't feel it. Today. I didn't hit that
1: note or I didn't like hit my, you know, heart, my reps or, or I'm whatever. tired
0: or but just, you can just show up.
1: Yeah. Even just the practice of showing up and yeah. not doing your best just that habit, like reinforcing that default mode of just like getting into the mode of showing up is so important. It's, um, you know, it's, it's honestly how I build out like every single thing that I do. And it's something that I talk about in my book as well is about like this practice of like chunking things out.
0: Talk to us us about that. What does that mean? So,
1: okay. So I had a teacher who used to say this to me. And when I was like really young, I didn't understand what it meant. I actually was like, what are you talking about yeah. when she said it? Cause it like, it sounds offensive in a way, but she would say, you know, Shelly, you can't eat an elephant at once. You have to eat it one bite at a time. And all I focused on was like, like who's who wants eating eat an, an elephant? elephant? Yeah, right, that's exactly. what I'm thinking right now. But actually like <laughs> later in life when I was like, oh yeah, that's like actually so true. Like you can't I would want to like accomplish everything at once or have everything ready or prepared. You know, I like you, type a personality overachiever. Everything had to be above and beyond, you know, yeah. like other people would come in with dioramas at school. like I'd have like that you know, a board and like a presentation and the whole nine yards, you know, like and and that's exhausting first and foremost. But the point of the matter is is that I finally realized that the best way to, get to where I want to go is incrementally, is one bite at a time. Because then I'm like building, adjusting, building, adjusting, building, adjusting, as opposed to, sitting with a whiteboard, trying to plan something the out. The
0: whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And
1: then like thinking it's going to be perfect. And what happens upon launch? It's never perfect. And why? then you have
0: to adjust anyway. And your yeah. whole plan goes to shit. Usually yeah. in the No, first it's place. true. But yeah. think about
1: it. Like why yeah. does Apple keep releasing or Microsoft keep releasing products? And then they have updates. Because if they would wait for it to be perfect, they'd never release a new product. That's it. So you should be okay with releasing something that is just good enough. And that's actually something that Liam taught me.
0: Mm. Liam is her son.
1: Liam's my son. And Liam and I used to be so frustrated when he was younger because I, again, I was like that overachiever child. And so I expected as a parent for him to be the same way, you know, when he would like put together a board that had like five pieces of macaroni on it and be like, what, this is what you're turning in? (laughs) And I kind of had to like take a step back and be like, okay, this is what he's turning in, you know? And he once looked at me and just said, mom, good is good enough. Mm. And I was like, good is good enough. Ah, okay, I get it. So basically he is okay Sometimes it's okay with like putting out just a good enough product, yeah, and then building upon it daily and massaging it and pivoting and being flexible.
0: <laughs> it says "enough is a feast" sitting right yeah, behind. Yeah, my us. friend
1: Sam made that. Samantha made that. Yes, for me. oh, isn't Sam. that beautiful? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you know what? I think this is really important. Two things because the the perfectionist in me, that mm-hmm. part inside of me, when mm-hmm. you're saying like it just has to be good enough. I'm like, like there's that part of me that cringes. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, what if it's only good enough sometimes, but like, usually I'm perfect. You know what I mean? Or like that part, you know what I mean? Like that part creeps in. I've moved past that, (laughs) thankfully in a lot of ways. But the other piece of this that I think is important is that incremental step part. Because A, like a lot of people, they look at their goals and they say they're trying to get from A to Z. Yes. And the way that you get to A to Z is going A to B. Yeah. B to C. Correct. C to D. Yeah. And so what you just have to understand, though, is sometimes you don't even know what C is until you've done B. Right. And so you think, you know, every single step of the plan and then you show up and something changes. And so you might as well begin and start getting feedback to start reiterating to evolve. Well,
1: that's one part of it. And I think the other really important part of it that we really can't like miss here is that as you're going from A to B and B to C and C to D, it's not a habit yet. It doesn't Mm -hmm. become a habit, right? Yeah. And then slowly, but surely as you consistently show up and you're kind of going through the motions, you are creating new default modes for yourself and you are creating these habits and nothing in life is more important than habits. Yep. Showing up is a habit. So there's nothing more important in life than creating positive habits that can build upon themselves. But the point is, is that Habits are eating the elephant one piece at a time. That's what it is. It's just chunking it out and doing it every day or consistently enough. You know, you want to write a book, write a hundred words a day. And guess what happens at the end of 356 days? You've got a lot of words that you can start to like, you know, manifest and put together into a book. And it's, people will say to you, oh, wow, you wrote a book, you know? And it's like, No, honey, I've been writing that book for like a year now. And you know what I mean? I've been chipping away at this like over and over again. Like you think about how a beautiful, you know, sculpture, like the David was created, right? It's just like one little chisel at a time.
0: The other thing that was really important to me and as you were talking is I thought about even with the kingdom, like there have been, I don't know if you have all have known or not, but my mom has definitely known. But there's been like a few Sundays when I have just like not felt good, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and I was like, okay, like. I'm showing up, you know, like I was one Sunday, I was like feeling super sick and super under the weather. And I went and got a COVID test the next day because I thought maybe i had COVID. I didn't. But like just that act of like, okay, I'm showing up like this. And sometimes I'll finish the session and be like, that was okay. Yeah. But you know, like, I don't know that you all feel that, you know, you're probably just like, you might even be like, that wasn't his best one, (laughs) but you hopefully get something out of it. And what would it be like if I was just like, Hey guys, not canceled. The yeah. kingdom's canceled today because no, I don't right. feel like it, totally. you know? So, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I want to transition us a little bit because sure. teaching on the beach, yes. right? Led to this moment with pandemic of love and, oh, you know, over time, yes. right? So uh, this is the, the narrative yeah. that I have in my mind. So tell me if this is right. So okay. Shelly's teaching on the beach, this whole community builds, mm-hmm. pandemic hits, everything stops. Yes. And you have this realization that there's so many people in your community that need help Mm -hmm. and so many people in your community that can give help but don't know how to actually give help to people in the local community
1: okay but you skipped like three steps. what did i skip so let me tell you what so this is how showing up works right okay okay so i started teaching on the beach in 2015 quit my job in the summer of 2016 and then there was an election in November mm. of 2016. Mm-hmm. And I originally, when I quit my job and thought I'm gonna teach mindfulness full time, thought that I was gonna go teach in the corporate world because I figured that's where my voice is the most authentic, right? Yeah. I had to claw my way from like a corner office, from a corner cubicle to like, you know, a corner office, right? Yeah. And so who better than me to like tell people like how to, you know, balance the corporate life with, with uh, you know, the rest of what's happening in the world. Yeah. And I did, wasn't feeling it. You know, I wasn't called to that. And after the election, I was, like many people, uh, really devastated. And I decided that I needed to start showing up in a very different way Yeah. as an activist. Yeah. I didn't want to complain anymore. I was sick and tired of just feeling depressed and upset. And I was like, I got to roll up my sleeves and I got to figure out this connection between the inner work and the outer world. Mm-hmm. And how do we connect those two things? Yeah. And so I'll fast forward a little bit, but I basically, you know, was working with the world, with the women's March organization. I was working with uh, ACLU and Planned Parenthood and all these other incredible organizations working on helping activists build resilience through compassion based training, Yes, right? So that they wouldn't get compassion fatigue because I knew this was going to be a marathon and not a sprint. Yeah. And I saw the, the burnout that was happening all around me and, um, In that journey of like working with activists, I realized that it's not just about creating coping plans or self care plans, but it's really about um, creating communities of care, Mm. creating these safety nets for people that can help the coping plan. Work. Work
0: and stay in place.
1: Stay in place, be sustainable, and remove obstacles. Yeah. Help hold people accountable too.
0: Communities of care, y'all. That yeah. type that I feel like that's what we're creating here in yes. the kingdom with each other. Totally. This community of care. This is amazing. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. so
1: that coping, you know, creating those coping plans. And I was like, wait, this is just not it. We've got to also like expand it out to now create this like buddy system and these communities of care where people can hold each other accountable, work together, right? And remove those obstacles. And so one of the ways, one of the pillars of communities of care is mutual aid.
0: Mm, mutual aid. Okay. Yeah. So okay.
1: mutual aid is what Pandemic of Love is in a in in its simplest form, right? Mut- and what is mutual aid? Mutual aid is basically a principle that um, every single human being on this planet and in your community, of course, therefore, has something that they can offer. Mm. And every person in this world... And in your community, therefore, has something that they need. It doesn't matter what your socioeconomic status is. It doesn't matter what that thing is. But everybody is worthy. Everybody matters. Everybody has something that they can offer. And so if we can somehow, um, you know, reveal those things in a safe way, in a simple way, and in a way that removes the fear Mm -hmm. of asking for help right because that is some the biggest challenge for so many people is just the ask Having to ask for help, right? Feeling like you're not enough or like you're unworthy or embarrassed or, you know, just that vulnerability. Yeah.
0: Asking for help is really hard for a lot of us. Yes, yeah. of
1: course it is. It, it's it's because it, you feel like it's validating all these negative feelings that you yeah. have about you're
0: yourself. You're a failure. You didn't show up enough. Why right. don't you have? Yeah. All yeah those I didn't save things. enough
1: money. I didn't do this. Yeah. So all of these stories that we tell ourselves, right? And so when we remove those obstacles by creating a safety net, right? A community of care. And we just kind of expose it all in a simple way. And we started to do that with these activist communities. Then I started to do it with our community in South Florida uh, as a model, like a micro model, you know, just to see like, hey, is this working? Like, can it work on a bigger level? Can it work with 100 people? Can it work with 500 people? Can it work with 1000 people? And it worked beautifully for things like back to school, and when we had hurricanes in South Florida, you know, and people needed help um, with with just all sorts of things. Uh, it worked beautifully uh, during the holiday season, you know, when when people just didn't have enough for for gifts for their kids or food for for the two week time period that they yeah. weren't going to get free or reduced lunch at school, yeah. and so. As I started to kind of like really hone in on mutual aid and building that model of commu- true communities of care, when the pandemic hit, I feel like I was already like in the right place at yeah, the right time. You were primed. Yeah, with that experience of showing up. And yeah. my community already knew what to do.
0: Yes. Right? Your community knew how to do it because you've already created a community of they care. They were already... There. They knew correct. how to show up. They were already vulnerable. Totally. They were ready to ask for help.
1: Right. Uh, so I posted two links.
0: This is amazing, y'all. Listen how this happens. Come <laughs> here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Okay. So she posts two links. So I
1: post two links uh, and Justin will tell you that I'm not a technologically savvy person. Like I'm actually, by the way, just a side note, because you can't see what I'm looking at, but I'm looking at a screen and there's like all these <laughs> windows open and it's like giving me anxiety. (laughs) It's all right.
0: It takes a lot to produce this like this. Yes, because I'm
1: like, I can't even figure out Zoom, but we're good. (laughs) So I... I was like, okay, I know how to use Google Sheets and I know how to use Google Forms. So I'm just going to create two simple forms, the give help and the get help form. And I'm going to put the two, I I couldn't even figure out how to get both links on like one page or anything. I was like, I'm just going to put the two links up on my Facebook page and do an Instagram post. And, um,
0: so it was one, one form was give help and another form was get help. Super simple.
1: Five simple. It started with five simple questions on each side. I didn't even ask people like, what's your zip code? Or where are you from? Because I just assume they'd be from my community. Yeah. Um, and it was really simple. It's like, what do you need? What do you need right now? And what can you give, you know, right now in this moment of disconnection when we really need to be connected. And so um people at that time, you know, when I posted it uh and I looked at the forms the next morning, people were asking for things like help with groceries to fill the fridge because we were sheltering at home, uh pay my phone bills so that I could, it doesn't get shut off, my utilities, etc. Right. Um, internet
0: for their kids because they couldn't pay it and all their kids were working from home 100% right like I'm
1: immunocompromised and I can't go to the grocery store I need somebody to deliver groceries to me etc and I woke up the next morning after posting it on March 14th and I was shocked because there were like hundreds and hundreds of people who filled out both sides of the form and it was incredible because as I was looking I didn't recognize like 90% of the names and I was like what is going on who are these people where are they from and I was looking at the phone number and they were zip, you know, uh, area codes I didn't recognize. Uh, and then I had realized that, um, a few influencers who were on my page, like basically reposted it. And then it just went crazy. Yeah. Right. It went viral,
0: literally viral.
1: Right. And it, it was proof. It was proof in that moment for me that a couple of things, one that, uh, love is infectious. Yes. That it's you know this culmination of this work is is uh of showing up actually led to this one grand moment so it looked like to other people like oh this woman in South Florida who was sitting around her kitchen table had an All idea. All of a sudden
0: just put up a form. Right, like yeah. I just had that's an idea. That's almost how I told the story too. Right. <laughs> yeah. but that's
1: that's what I'm saying. When you look at those moments it goes back full circle to what we started with at the beginning. Yeah. You only see like the culmination of that work, but nobody knows like the 4 years of labor and work and proof like modeling that had to go into this, right? Yeah. That pivot that A to and B. And this is that A to a B. To C. C. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. And so um you know, and so that that it, 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 the proof was is that love is infectious that hope is infectious that kindness is infectious and that really i think at a time when fear was was just taking over uh love in that moment like people were just so afraid and also a lot of people were like who are used to being of service didn't have a way to be of service because they couldn't go volunteer somewhere outdoors or like at a food bank or, you know, eventually we figured out like systems and ways to do it safely. But initially, remember, we couldn't even get masks. Yeah. Right. You couldn't even find like a mask to put on to go like help somebody. So. Um, you know, so so that
0: I'll never forget when you yeah. called me. <laughs> you know, I was sitting in, in Christie's little studio, and I, you called me. You're like, Justin, <laughs> there's like all these freaking people on this forms. Like I'm matching. <laughs> I'm up all night, like matching yeah. people. You know, and people don't see that part. Like you're yeah. literally up, like matching people, and then volunteers yeah. and like the whole thing. So I want to take us just for the sake of yeah, time. Totally. I want to take us to the where we are now. So I want you guys to see. You follow this whole trajectory. These two forms get put out. Now, today, you've been featured as a CNN hero, featured on CNN, which I was so blown away watching that happen. You've matched how many people?
1: We've matched over 1.2 million people. In
0: how many different communities? Do you know that offhand? Yeah,
1: we have now over 240 communities, and we're actually onboarding another 80 since the CNN story ran.
0: And so what's so amazing about this, when you say communities of care, like it's micro-communities that get formed locally so people in local communities can connect with one another and help inside of these local communities yeah because yeah. that's
1: what's going to be sustainable over time like yeah. long after the pandemic is over mutual aid is not going to go away or it shouldn't go away really yeah. it's it's a it's a new order
0: yeah. we
1: have this opportunity now post pandemic when we emerge from this right and we're looking we're seeing how we're re Adjusting and and dis- dismantling systems yeah. in other ways, right? Yeah. There's a new system that we can now put into place in, in every municipality in this country, in every town, in every community, in every neighborhood. Um, yeah. And it's a way. It's mutual aid. And it's, it's amazing free because it's simple. It's just you yeah. have
0: what I want to say that to make people understand is you are. You said this the other day that somebody called you a nonprofit disruptor. Yes. Because it's a new model. What normal nonprofits work like. Like, right? Is you donate to the nonprofit. The nonprofit distributes the money in all these ways to their staff, to this, to that, and then some percentage of it that you may never know goes to the kids. And you kind of sometimes I have nonprofits that I donate yeah. to. And sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what this money is doing. Right. With pandemic of love, not what they don't even have a bank account. No. The person who's getting help and the person who's giving help, they get connected, and right. you do it directly. Like we signed up. This community through Pandemic yes, of Love. Yeah, thank
1: you so much, everyone. We
0: did two families for the yeah. holidays. And just so you all know, we got everything on their list, yeah. right? So the two families. And so we got gifts for the families directly. And then I've volunteered or signed up to give help to a man who like, was going to lose his house for his mortgage. And a group of us band together to help pay his mortgage. And what was so amazing is I got to talk to the man on the phone. Yeah. And he's telling me about his newborn child. And, and I get to show this white man who's living in the country. Yeah in like literally who's living in the country in in the the East Coast, in the South, (laughs) that this black man just helped him pay his mortgage, you know, and like the connection of love that happens in between that is so humongous. Well, that's,
1: that I think is the most important part of mutual aid is that it is direct. It's a direct form of giving. And so what we do and like even, you know, aside from the, this matching process that happens continuously, like every day we match, an average of probably twelve hundred people a day now across of our our communities. Sometimes yeah. up to twenty five hundred people a day.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but every day on my Instagram stories, I highlight uh, the extenuating circumstances, like people yeah. who literally like here's an eviction letter. I need if I don't have if I don't come up with four thousand dollars like tomorrow, I'm yeah. gone. Yeah. And we've been crowdfunding some people only have five dollars to give and that's another really incredible kind of pivot point that I wasn't expecting to do or use social media in that way and it's so incredible because it's it it's we pay it directly. Yeah. Like somebody has a phone bill and they're like, my phone just got turned off yeah. or like right before I paid that Christmas. woman's car. That yeah. I
0: paid, I paid her car. Yeah. That I paid the mechanic directly for her oh, car. Oh yes, that's Remember right. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there was so, like a woman
1: who like finally got a job and like, but now her car, car broke, broke down. She couldn't get to the job. So like here, she's finally like starting to move forward and it's like start, stop, start. And you guys can all resonate with that. And so we paid the mechanic directly. Like we had his PayPal account or, you know, yeah. and today like we have a woman on there that um that uh her name is asia and she is um she has is from texas from huntsville texas and she her landlord originally when i called her hung up the phone on me (laughs) didn't want to talk to me and she was like i'm not making any exceptions for her anymore blah 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 and i was like listen just give me till Wednesday and we will come up with the $2,600. And it might drip in, but we're going to send it directly to you. And she's like, I don't have Venmo. And she finally got a Venmo account. And now the money's like dripping in. And Asia will get to stay in her house and has a job so she can continue to make payments, but it's so hard for people to like, yeah. you know, we're closing the gap for people, that that chasm. Yeah. Because if otherwise you can't get out of that yeah. cycle. Yeah, and we
0: feel so alone. And yes. there's and, there, and there's that feeling that so many of us have yes. where either you're in a hard spot, and I think we've all been on yeah. a different spectrum of this, where you're in a hard yeah. spot and you feel alone, or you're watching what's happening and you feel like you can't do anything. That's right. You're like, what can I do? Correct. What can I do? And you've closed that gap. So I want to tell people if you're here watching and you can give help, you need help, or you know someone who needs help or can give help. You go to pandemicoflove.com. That's Can every right. single person type that in here in the chat box right now so you don't forget pandemicoflove.com. And for people who might want to start their own micro community, how yes. do they do that?
1: Same thing. Go to pandemicoflove.com and on yeah. the homepage there's actually a link that says on the bottom, I want to start a micro community. And then yeah. you get trained yeah. uh, and we we send you the links and then you're also part of this community of care of other amazing amazing pandemic of love volunteers. Yeah. All around the country and all around the world, which yeah. is ama- These people are just
0: it's, incredible I mean,
1: human beings who have yeah. stepped up since March. They're really amazing. What I want to say also is that, especially for those of you out there that, um, need help who are a part of this community, um, If you have an extenuating circumstance, if you're really behind on rent, if your car is about to get repoed, if you are worried about, you know, just how you're going to put food on the table for your kids, et cetera, then just go to um, actually the best way is because I'll know that you came through here is just send me a DM on uh, my, mindful inst- Skater Girl is I'll, my, I'll type it in here for yeah. Her
0: Instagram is Mindful Skater Girl Skater Girl, girl.
1: Um, And uh, I'm taking Justin Skateboarding next By the way <laughs> That's like my next project I
0: went snowboarding I don't know about skateboarding okay. But we'll see But, okay. but <laughs>
1: if you If you uh, If you send me a DM And you uh, Gather your bills uh, We will crowdfund And get those things Paid off for you And it might take a week Or so But we'll We'll get it done
0: And feel Like let yourself Be vulnerable If you're there Yeah Right? That's the piece of it. This is safe space. This is safe. We've created this community here. Yeah. So tying this back now, Shelly, to this is, uh, it just, there's so much to dig (laughs) into, you know? And I want to go back to your post Mm. about evolution, resolutions, and digging into how that is why that is so important. Because you said, like, resolutions now, like, make you cringe, right? Yes. Because you know like what goals. showing up takes. So talk to people about that. I know yeah. you have a good I lesson mean, on well, this.
1: Yeah, I well, we, I mean, well, we taught this in the liberation experience, and we, you know, we talked about, like, basically creating our own mandalas around intentions. Like, I, for, I don't know, almost 40 years of my life, lived a goal-centered life. Mm-hmm. I lived a life where, um, you know, I had, Constant to-do lists, and I had goals. Like, I want to be the CEO of a company by this age, and I want which you know, I was able to achieve. However, I felt so empty when I got there, you know. Like, I I want to um have this house, and I want to have this car, and I need to do this, and I need to do that. And we, I think a lot of us have experienced, especially if you're here, I'm imagining this resonates with you because you get to a certain place in your life. And you're like, is this as good as it gets? Like, yeah. is this it? Like, yeah. why do I still feel so empty? And so what I've pivoted to is I pivoted to living an intention based life. Okay. And every single thing that I do is centered around intentions, not goal. And so my goal, my, sorry, my intention in life, as you very well know, is to be in service, yeah. right? I just want to be a kind person and a patient person and in service yeah. and to leave the world a better place you know and as as cheesy and cliche as that may sound but the point of the matter is is that every single thing that i put on my schedule every single thing that i do on a daily basis i go back to that intention yeah and so that's you know very different than making a resolution and saying
0: i'm going to lose right, 30 guys, pounds by this date or, or-, or
1: i'm going to be happy I'm going to be, I'm just going to be a kind person. You can't just wake up and just be happy. As you all know, (laughs) it's a journey, you know, like, and, and, and it's, it's fleeting, you know, it's moments of joy. And so I think if you, if you center your life around intentions and around gratitude and around whatever that word is for you, a lot of times we see these words now, they're like on t-shirts and hats and on little rocks that you put outside your door and you're like, what does that even mean like you know but if you you can ascribe like meaning to that word if you ask yourself every day like how is this um how is how can i cultivate this intention in my life today so
0: this is your action takeaway right now you guys for what you can do go ahead Yeah. yeah how
1: can i cultivate this intention in my life today first of all what is my intention today how can I cultivate this intention in my life today? Mm -hmm. And then another kind of mantra or something that I actually wrote today uh, in my post was if it doesn't evolve me, it doesn't involve me. So if it doesn't evolve you, it shouldn't involve you. Mm -hmm. Right. If it doesn't, if it's not centered around your intention yeah. and intention can't be like, CEO or president or whatever. The
0: intention is not a noun. No. It's a verb.
1: It's a verb. Yeah, or an an adjective. Right. it's action. (laughs) Yeah, it's an action. Something actionable. And you have to then incorporate that into your life. What does it look like? So, for example, if my intention today is... Well, actually, I'll tell you. My intention today was patience. And so um, when I'm at the supermarket today and um, the person in front of me uh, has to run back to get uh, milk because they forgot milk and that like holds me up, I just, you know, I have to think back to that intention for today and say, okay, this is an opportunity for me to practice patience mm, today.
0: You got that this morning too. I yes. remember earlier when I saw that. So This
1: is an opportunity for me to practice patience this morning. And you know what? And I will tell you that sometimes you will falter during the day. There will yeah. be times where somebody will cut you off in traffic and you may not be that patient with that person, but The point of the matter is, is that you can always come back to that intention for the day.
0: So this is where, for those of you who've been following on the journey, look, people are listening. They're saying, preach prophet (laughs)
1: loud, help us. Like
0: with the, if it doesn't involve me, it doesn't involve me. It's amazing. And you know, what is so important? And a lot of you have been rooted in this. Now we discovered in manifest and in the new year's day event, like what is the intention, the word, the thing that you're trying to embody most Mm. for this year, right? What is it for 2021? And it's not just a fluffy, yeah. like, oh, my intention is joy, so, uh, ta-da, like I'm just yeah. gonna be joyful, <laughs> like, you right? Know? No, it's yeah. look, it, yeah.
1: it, this is this is something we talked about on Liberation Experience as well. Is that like, so this really, my ma- I have like a million mantras, but like my main mantra. They said that's
0: you're like, dropping bars. Yeah,
1: like. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I'm so white, but yeah, <laughs> but really. What does that mean?
0: Like, like rapping, like oh, okay. bars. Oh, I you know am. I yeah, mean? I'm dropping
1: yeah. bars for sure, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's like we're going to the bar after this. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, so, you know, on the liberation experience, what we talked about was, um, when we talked about the mandala and about intentions, we talked about if only for today. Yeah. And that relates so well back to habits. Yeah. Right? And yeah. like micro habits and chunking things out. Every single day, this, I say this to myself every day, like a hundred times a day. And I'm like, Oh Lord, if only for today, if only for today, I can be patient Yeah, just today. Tomorrow. My intention may be kindness tomorrow. My intention may be joy. It may be, you know, uh, inner peace. It could be anything, but if only for today, I could just focus on trying to be a patient human being, then that will help me show up in your you evolution know, right in my evolution and evolve it'll be like another you know r- another um way that the water sort of runs over that rock and over yeah. time like smooths it out right and yeah. so you know that that's really it if only for today yeah. and so if you if you chunk things out in that way if you're eating the elephant one bite at a time if only for today you only eat one bite of that ele- elephant Right? And just as an FYI, I know elephants got harmed in this
0: uh, <laughs> She's experience. also vegan. I am PS. also vegan. I don't eat elephants. I just want
1: to like put that out there. Um, but yeah, but if if only for today you could just focus on that little one thing that you can do Yeah, and every day keep showing up over time, you will have digested that whole elephant.
0: That's it. That's it. That's it. Everybody, this is incredible. What I want you all to type in, okay, right now into the chat box is if you could just actually, we'll do this together really quick. Just close your eyes for a moment, hands over your heart, take a deep breath in and following this inspiration from Shelly. If only for today, if only for today, what is one word that you can use to describe the intention that you're gonna live by? If only for today. And just feel it root up from your heart. Not even what you expected that you were supposed to do to be productive or to show up. But what is it that will help in your next step of your evolution, that A to B? And then take a deep breath in and out. And type it into the chat box so we can see these cascading through. And while you're all typing all of this in, you know, I think one of the most important things that we have to know. And this is why even in the program that so many of you are doing with the 40 days to transformation and all the different things that we talk about and offer here in the kingdom and the liberation experience with, for those of you who don't know, you've heard me talking about Shelley. We co-host the liberation experience together, which we'll be launching again in yeah. the beginning of next year at mm-hmm. some point, probably March or April. And, um, is there's a big difference between change and transformation Mm -hmm. huge difference right things change all the time you change your clothes we change presidents we change leaders you change country you change your house you change your job you change 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 if you have not done the evolutionary work yes to transform then the changes don't do anything nothing right that you just stay stuck in the same cycles and i know shelly's commitment with all of her work my commitment with all of my work is to not just be on this bullshit mm-hmm. do, de, do, de, do, let's change let's change you know whatever that is you know what i mean it's like no what's the real work so that you can do their typing in all their words yeah here. i see it authentic and connection and conscious and inner peace and self-care and savor be present wow okay they're here coming here through now. fast that's great. <laughs> be here now embody kindness personal yes. power grace and so shelly before we we close out yes you know is there anything that you want to share with the people in closing i just want to like give is there you anything that, i want to
1: share with the people i just want to give you a oh that's your foot I'm that's my foot, your foot. Yes, i'm massaging okay. his foot like, i thought that was boo-boo. she's yeah. right there what do I want to share with people? First of all, I want to share that I'm really grateful for your presence in my life. Oh my God, I love you. It, it has really um, just helped me evolve in many ways. Don't cry. <laughs> it helped me evolve in so many ways. Um, and it's pushed me to really uh, dig deeper and examine certain areas of my life that I don't think I necessarily would have gotten there if it wasn't for you. So I really appreciate that about you. So I want to share that publicly just the gratitude that I feel and how wonderful it is to have started the new year yes. with you. Yeah, there's literally right? nobody
0: in the whole universe. It's that so I amazing. Because we have you. so
1: many incredible things coming up this year that yeah. we'll sh- share with you over Eventually, time. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, I just I want to share with people that um don't be so hard on yourself. Please. You know, I think we 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 beat ourselves up so much that if anybody else would have done it to us, we would have uh, left a long time ago. And um and so be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself first and foremost, because if you're not kind to yourself, you're not gonna be able to be kind to other people. Yeah. And the last thing that I'll say to you is this is that You are doing the inner work for a reason. The inner work you are doing is not to just make yourself feel better and whole. You know, that's part of it. It's important. You want to feel good. You want to feel well. You want to be able to show up and not be as fractured, if you will. But what I will say is that, number one, there's beauty in those fractures. And secondly, the reason that you're doing this work is so that you can show up for others yes. and so if you fail to see the connection between that inner world inner work and the outer world you're missing the point yeah. you're totally missing the point yeah. that's where you're really going to be able by leaps and bounds to evolve is when you finally are able to show up for others and for the world and for your community because it's going to give you more than you're actually giving out to other people. Yes.
0: And and you know what? I think that 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 right there that you just said, Shelly, that's the binding thread that binds us together yes. in the work that we do. Yeah. And in, in, in who we are. Yeah. You know, it's because we know that the work that you're doing, the internal work, this human potential movement, self-help work... It's a, it's the wrong word. It's yeah. not about yourself. No. It is about yourself, but it's yeah. only about yourself insofar as yeah. it's it's healing you and your healing generations forward and backward. And so, oh, everybody is losing their minds here for you, Shelly. I'm just so I'm grateful. dropping
1: bars, guys. She's dropping bars. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: <laughs> and, and I, I will say, and I've said this to you many times, many times, you know, that you are just the biggest light in my life right now. You're showing, you literally, there's no one in the whole universe Aww. that embodies service, more than you and you you are teaching me and, and honing me in a way that I don't know that anybody has in years so I'm just grateful you know this woman teaches me how to be of service and y'all know I like being of service but, but like when I'm next to her I'm like oh oh I need to be more of service you know what I mean and so I just thank you I love you and she makes bomb ass breakfast sandwiches just so you guys know in the morning so I just want to make sure that you all know as we're digging into um, the start of the year what do they say? time saying? to
1: go eat some elephant time to go eat
0: some elephant I just want to close out out. I So I, there was two things that I wanted to ask you to do. And one of them, you could tell me no.
1: Sing Mariah Carey? No, no. sing the oh.
0: <laughs> Four Non Blondes song. Oh, can God. we do it?
1: On my, with my guitar? With your guitar. Oh, my God. Go Lord. get it.
0: Are you serious? Yes, come on. I'll sing it with you. Oh, we got to just show up.
1: Are you kidding
0: me? Yes. Okay, so she- y'all, I found out Shelly can play guitar and kind of has some vocals. And so we're going to have Shelly close us out with the song. Bring the iPad thing with you. And I'll put it up here. And so... And so What we'll do Shelly's gonna sing a song What's up And I told y'all And I did not tell her We were doing this It just came to me And before we do that though I think what we'll do Is we'll close um, With a prayer Together Okay We'll close with a short prayer So just Place your hands Over your heart Close your eyes And as Shelly is preparing To show up (laughs) God, Spirit, Universe, all that is, all that ever has been, and all that ever will be, we thank you. Thank you for bringing Shelley into our lives. Thank you for helping us understand how to show up. And our prayer, our intention, is that we can show up for the fullness of our lives. Thank you. Thank you. For letting Shelly's guitar be fully in tune and ready to rock. (laughs) We are grateful. So it is. Amen.
1: Okay, what was the
0: other thing? Well, the other thing, I was going to ask you to lead us in a closing prayer. Because you do such good prayers. I do? Yeah, you did a prayer for dinner the other night. All right, everybody. So here is, let me turn this off. So Shelly and I have been exploring music. And this is Christy Christensen. Many of you know, was already a guest on The Kingdom.
1: So, Justin's been teaching me about Mariah Carey, and I've been teaching Justin about Bob Dylan. (laughs) We belong together. That's right. 25 years and my life is still Trying to get up that great big hill of hope
0: If you know it, sing along.
1: For a destination Realized quickly when I knew that I should try every single time in this institution Destination. I love you. Oh my
0: god. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for showing up. That's showing up, y'all. That is showing up. Shelly Tigelski, everybody. And Christy Christensen on the background vocals and our entire community here, literally singing and chanting with us. We feel you, we hear you, we love you so much. And please remember. We rise together. As we close out, everybody, I would love for you all just to type in some hands up or a word for Shelly, any words that you want to give to Shelly as we close. <laughs> we love you. Thank you for showing up.
1: Thank you. Thank you for showing up. In Hebrew. What does that mean? Thank you.
0: Oh, Tabalaba.
1: Toda Rabba.
0: Toda Laba.
1: Rabba. Rabba. There you go.
0: We love you all. We'll love see you, you next week. Bye, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to rate it or subscribe. But most importantly, to send this episode to a friend or to someone you love. The only way we're going to see change in this world is by each of us spreading messages of hope into the corners of the world where only you can reach. So send this today to someone who needs it. I'm sure they'll thank you for it. This is Justin Michael Williams signing out. I love you. And I'll meet you right here in this special place in our next episode where we rise together. This is your moment, baby.